Noche Galactica episode 19, coming out for life. On this episode, Poeta LC and Poeta Creativa dive in in a conversation about identity. Yo, 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 this is Poeta LC with Noche Galactica and I have here with me our awesome guest, Poeta, tell us your name. Creativa. Poeta Creativa, beautiful. You want to tell us a little bit about how you came up with that Poeta name? I basically came up with it um, within the last two years. I've been really working on myself and finding things out about myself that I didn't know that I had before. And that's a little bit of like DIY projects that I've been doing, painting and, you know, just taking something that was once was into something else and created into a whole different look. Um, And that's even within myself as well. So mm, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. It's all about growth. Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. So we have Poeta Creativa here tonight because you brought a real good subject, right? Real good subject. Now say it for myself. She gave me a whole other perspective that I had never thought about. You want to tell them our title? Coming out for life. Coming out for life. That is not just interesting, but wow, quite intriguing. Coming out for life. Tell us about that. So I identify as a lesbian woman, and I had to come out not only to my friends and family, um, but to workplaces, um, just meeting new people, and it's a constant thing that I have to do I constantly have to come out there's Mm. no ending to that and the reason being is because I am a femme and most people will stereotype and automatically assume okay she's got a husband Uh, she's a femme you know she's wearing heels and all of that like there's no way she could be lesbian and I automatically assume I'm straight so tell me Poeta Creativa for those of our audience that don't understand if, if there's labeling or what that what is a femme a femme, usually, I, it, it all depends on the outer look, of course. Um, okay. It's someone that wears makeup, that is really girly, that wears heels, oh, okay. um, gets her nails done, and just is overall super girly. Okay. So, so yeah, off the bat stereotype, you yeah. wouldn't think she's a lesbian. Okay, I see that. Mm-hmm. Right on. So tell us, how has that played a role in... Just you coming out for life, like how, how, what really makes you feel like you're coming out for life? Um, I'm constantly just already, you know, having to be a little bit more set back when it comes to explaining who it is that I'm going to be spending my weekend with. Mm. You know, if I'm at the workplace and they say, oh, what's your plans this weekend? I always have to say, oh, you know, I'm me and my partner or, you know, me and mm. the person I'm dating is actually what I would usually say. Mm. Because at first I don't feel like, one, it's anyone's business, um, what lifestyle I choose and my preference, first off. Um, and then secondly, it takes me a while to get comfortable with any setting. So unless I've been there for a while, then I do get comfortable because of the fact that I don't want anybody to automatically judge me based on their own beliefs and then automatically close those doors for me because one, they're against it. And then two, I mean, 
in all reality, I should not have to sit there and put that I am gay on my resume. Hmm. So you should really, yeah. you know, take me for who I am. And then once you do see my work ethic and you see how hard I work and you appreciate it, then I'll open up to you. And then you can learn about my personal life. And then you can also learn that I'm a cook. I'm, I'm a Latina. Like, I have, you know, I have other Ooh, traits about me than, you know, than just being gay. Like, so anyway, that's that's know. what it is. And I constantly have to do that. And not only that, but when it comes to, like, meeting new people and all of that, any setting. Um, Tell us, how is it meeting new people? Like, your partners like how does that go about um it's hard I have to majority of the time is meet people online and it's horrible Mm, shout out online dating because (laughs) of the fact that I can't just walk into a restaurant I can't be walking down the street you know walking the doggy and just hope that someone approaches me because in all reality, 99.9% is going to be a man that's going to do it. Mm. So if I do have to meet women, um, it has to be specifically at a gay club. Mm. It does. A specific but then even th- setting. Yes, a specific setting. And not only that, but I have to be the one that initiates the locking of the eyes and flirting and smiling back because of the fact that even, you know, other mm. women that aren't femmes will automatically assume, oh, she could be straight and just out here with her friends. So I always have that, you know, responsibility of being the one to majority of the time make the first move, which in all reality never happens because I'm shy. Um, I see. I see. And it kind of goes against or kind of goes with just how we play out gender roles in society. Like, I think Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be the man or the stereotype of society has been that the man has to be the approacher, the aggressor, Mm -hmm. you know, woman that gives a number kind of thing. Okay. Um, But I see that. So you feel like, and most of the times you're the one who has to make the initiation. Yeah. And which never happens because I'm shy. And Mm. that's what is expected of me. Yeah. That's, it's, it's a big thing. And and then, you, do, you know, I do get approached by, you know, other females here and there, but it's because they know I'm I'm lesbian. Like, at that point, it's because they have reassurance that they're because they heard or because I said it out loud. Mm, you have to wear the rainbow bracelet, have the stamp kind of thing. Basically. <laughs> That's interesting, interesting. So tell us about what is, I mean, if you care to share, what is your type? What would you, do you have a type? Is there, like, a certain dynamics? Like- I do. So... I've dated all types of women. Um, I've dated women from being a femme like myself to what I consider a stem, someone that's like a femme, but then also dresses like a tomboy. Okay. Um, And then I've also dated studs, which is my preference because of the fact that I like the fact that they could wear boy clothes, wear cologne, which smells amazing. Mm. Um, And then on top of that is the swag. It's it's more so the swag than the outer. Mm. So when we were talking about this actually previously, you brought up a good point, where, which is where I was like, whoa, saw the whole other side, which is the stud dynamic in the whole making the move, making the communication. And you brought up a point of like, well, if both of us step into a room, it is obvious who's who. Tell us a little bit about that. So if we step in the room... It's obvious because when, you know, you are wearing men's clothing, um, usually, like, you know, you don't have the whole, 
let me put on my eyelashes or anything like that. And it's more easier for someone to identify because of being stereotype, you know, like mm-hmm. it's always the gay woman's always going to have a boyish look to her. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, of course, the men's clothing, the sneakers. Um, but then when it comes to a female, it's like it's questionable unless we walk into a room holding hands together um, up on each other. There, it's very questionable. Oh, maybe that's just her gay friend. Mm, interesting. But then you also have other people, which in all reality can automatically assume that we are a couple and we could be just friends, too. So it's like it all depends in the person's eyes, uh, but it's it, it can go either way. Dang, this is why I say people make shoot your shot, shoot your shot. You, you just miss hundred. You never know. Mm-hmm. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You got to take those shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really definitely resonated with what you said because in my thing, I identify as a lesbian woman. Um, don't necessarily tie to a label whether stud or femme, but I definitely seem to be a little bit more of the guyish side. Um, and I actually feel like I've never been able to make a move on somebody because I'm afraid. I'm afraid someone's going to be straight. And then, you know, someone's baby daddy's going to come at me. <laughs> Shout out baby daddies. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's scary. You know, I don't make a move for that reason. And I feel like it's, it's always been, um, the other person to make the first move. So it's, it's basically two shy people that are just never going to have that shot. Dang. So the love of your life could have walked by and you just passed each other by because we shot. Yeah. I feel it. It's real. Could be. Shoot your shots, y'all. Shoot your shots. Mm-hmm. Right on. So you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Because you did definitely touch on the subject of like coming out at your work field. And it sounds like it's, you know, it's not a very open work field. So <clears throat> it, it you care to share about that? Definitely isn't. Um, I was actually working in Walnut Creek. Um, I was the minority already in the Ooh. office, uh, bilingual, Ooh. obviously. Uh, that's, that's why I got hired, because they did need someone bilingual. Shout out bilinguals. And I was also the youngest. So um, it was a small office of women that were in their 40s and up. Mm. And I jumped into that office on board at the age of 21. Mm. Being a Latina minority on top of that. And gay, like, oh, yeah, I'm not opening up to none of y'all right Talk now. Talk about statistics, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it took me a while, and I think it took about two years for them to really catch on. And the only reason why it took that long was because I was there to work. And the old, there was one person I did confide in, and that was just one of the women there that I actually got really close to. She was amazing, but she was just, she had that personality where I felt like, you know what? You are genuine, and, you know, you're not going to judge me. I, I completely can just tell you about my life out of this office. As far as everybody else, it was completely just business. It was mm. just all about here I am for work, and that's it. I just didn't want to get close to anyone. So you came out to this person at work mm-hmm. that you... It took a, while, a, couple, a couple months. Yeah, how was that? How, how did it lead to coming out? Uh, we actually were hanging out okay. after work, and we were having a couple drinks, and oh, she was happy like, hour. Maricela, like, I have somebody I want you to meet. And, you know, uh, he's really good looking and all this. And I just looked at her and I was like, I'm just not interested. And she was like, why? And I ended up telling her I felt comfortable. And she was like, oh, my God, I would have never known. And this is what I get from everyone. You don't look gay. (laughs) 
You don't look gay. What does gay look like? What does gay gay? look like? Exactly. And so they were like, oh my God, I would have had no idea. You don't look gay. And I'm like, oh, what's gay supposed to look like? And that's Mm, one thing I've always had to deal with is that response. And I hate hearing that response. So what does gay look like? It's interesting. Exactly. What does gay look like? Mm. So you came out to her that time because she was trying to hook you up with somebody. Right. Pretty much. Right on. Um, do you mind sharing a little bit how it was coming out to your parents? Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, <clears throat> well, for the record, I did come out um, to my sister when I was 14, when I knew. When I knew. Um, so she knew for the longest. But I didn't want to come out to my parents until... I found someone I was very, very serious with to the point where I knew I was going to start living with them and mm. doing the whole, like... Big step. Yeah. And so um, I, I did meet somebody, and I was completely in love with them to the point where I knew I was going to marry them and all this. Um, and I was ready. And I wanted to tell my parents because I wanted to share that with them. Mm, beautiful. Um, and then also... I wanted to bring them around. I wanted them to share the whole family events. I wanted them to be a part of Christmas. I wanted I wanted everything that my sisters were having with their husbands and my mm. brothers were having with their wives. And, you know, I, I felt like it was only fair that I go ahead and let them be aware of my happiness. So I did. Mm. And um, I talked to them. And my parents were okay with it. Somewhat. My my dad was amazing, by the way. Um, he just said, okay, and just shook his head and just kept watching soccer and made me feel like he was okay with it. Uh, he's okay. a man of few words anyways, so the vibe was completely like, Miha, it's good, you know. As far as my mom... <sighs> That was that was a little Mama harder man. because mom, you Shout could out to tell, the moms. yeah, you can tell that she was uncomfortable with it, and yeah. she brought a little bit of you know religious remarks in there, and just, yeah. she was she basically said I had to you know answer to God later, and then she vented to my sisters the about nature. it later, and wasn't too happy, but when she seen me interact physically and seen it for herself and. And paid attention to how I was with the person I was with at the time. Um, it completely made her change her mind because she's seen how happy I was. And I think at the end of the day, any parent just wants their kid to be happy. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so she- what did you tell them, like directly, like mama? Like, <laughs> what did you tell them? I said, Mom, you know how I have friends? Well, there's some friends that I consider more than friends. <laughs> and Best friends? Know, and no, but listen. So, yeah. So, basically, so I tell her that. So, I don't think she was kind of, you know, Catch. fingering out. She wasn't catching on yet. Wait, just for the record, are your parents first generation? First generation. Okay. Immigrants. Right. Yeah, like they Let's came out it. here with nothing and then they became, you know citizens throughout the years but right yeah now. they came straight from mexico at shout out the old. restaurants yeah you know, got manor grill you know that's okay. my sister's restaurant but before then my parents had their taqueria was la que paque okay in Hayward. um and they also had it in san Leandro and oakland oh, oh um spread. okay but yeah but they're retired now and you know they're sitting back and enjoying life all but, right so um, back on it you they're first generation Immigrants, old school. Old school. Take a Catholic. Latinos, yes. Because they threw the religion in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to the moment. What would you tell her? So I said, um, 
I know that you're probably wondering why I haven't been seeing anybody, um, but I have been seeing. And I've been dating. Mm. And it's just that I don't, I haven't really spoke about it because it's the friends that I've met, that I've been mentioning, mm. those are people I'm actually dating. Mm. And then she just looked at me and was like, well, yeah, I don't get it. And then I said, mom, you know what you told me when I was little? And she said, what? She goes, a mí no me importa si te juntas con el más pobre, pero que le gusta trabajar. Okay. And I said, okay. So you said, get with the hard worker. Okay. Make sure they like to work. Even if they're poor, you never mention they have to be a man. So Yeah, you didn't mention gender roles and or identity or none of that. She's like, wait a minute. She goes, what? And I said, yeah. Mm. I said, you never said it had to be a man, right? And she goes, you flipped it. And I was like, yeah. I was like, because I'm, I'm, I really am a woman. I told her. And, but the thing is, I told her this after my brother had, you know, like he he helped because he was listening in and he. Your brother was present. Yeah, my brother okay. was present too. Um, Who was present? Just it was my mom, my dad, my brother had walked in in the middle of it. Oh, he walked in the yeah, middle of it. Yeah, but he broke the ice, though, because this is the thing. When it got <laughs> really, really silent and it awkward, because it happens, you know? Yeah, At yeah. that point, they're trying to process what's coming in and what's what's being said. And they're like, wait, is this really even real? Um, because she had... I believe that they thought I was going to tell them I was pregnant or something because of how serious plot twist. it was. Yeah, but a plot <laughs> twist it was. So my brother's sister, and he breaks the eyes, and he goes like this. Like, once we had that awkward-ass silence, he looks at my mom, and he looks at my dad, and he goes, Ama, apa, también los quiero decir algo. Oh. And they look at him, he goes, pues yo también soy lesbiana. A mí me gusta las mujeres. <laughs> And so everybody started laughing. It was my mom. It was my oh. dad laughing. I was laughing. And so then that's when I brought out the whole joke about what Shout she told to me. Right, exactly. Saving the moment. And then I started feeling comfortable to, you know, joke around with her too. And I told her, I said, you know, you told me if I got with anybody, it would have to be, you know, someone that likes to work hard. But she never said it had to be a man. And she started laughing at that too. So it was like, it, it was an icebreaker, and, you know, I felt comfortable enough to just bring it out to her like that. And I told her, I said, Mom, you know, you're going to end up meeting this person at the next family event. You know, just be prepared. And she did. And at first, she was very, you know, just she was observing. Mm-hmm. But when she seen them interact with my nieces and my nephews, they won her over. And they seen how happy I was, and my mom was completely cool with it. Mm, good Until people this day, she's cool with it. Well, Good people shine. I think that's what it takes, right? You got to get to know the person for real. Exactly. Keep them. Right on. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't think we were going to get into the coming out story. But, mm-hmm. so you came out to your parents. Who's, who'd you come out to after that? Like, what um, was the next Oh, thing? man, it was, it, after my parents, that was it. Because all my friends knew. My, my, the people that were really important in my family knew. Mm-hmm. Um... But after my parents knew, it was a wrap. It was fair game. I mean, I was sitting there just, like, whistling the theme song to the L word. Like, nobody's business. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not hiding no more. And, um, you know, it's, you know, everybody even at work, I had already knew because I was, in, I was already with this career for a while. Hmm. Um, so I didn't have to. When it came to people, I already knew. But as far as coming out for life, yes, I'm constantly having to do that still. Even when I moved here to Stockton and bought my house, coming out to my neighbors, 
Oh, they were trying to meet your husband. And yes, the kids like, so and where's your husband? And this and this and this and that. Mm. And then even I think that the you know the lady that was to the left of me, I think she was like questioning it, but she kept throwing it out there. Oh, I have this long guy that can cut the lawn, but he has he has some really good looking sons. You know, like I don't know if you're you're single because I haven't seen a guy. But I think oh. she was waiting for me to let her know. But I was like, okay, cool, thanks. Like. Uh, that's none of your business. You're going to see these girls walking in my house. You're going to know eventually. Like, I don't have to tell you. Like, right. it's, not, it's not It's not mandatory that I tell you. Right. But, right. you know, I have to constantly do it. Uh, she was trying to see the, the family behind the picket fence, and it was not the mom and dad and the kids and stuff, huh? Exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out to you and getting your house. Yeah. Thank you. Right on. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I appreciate you. Anything else that you would want to tell the public about coming out, gender identity, gender roles? Give the public a takeaway. Give 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 our people something. Okay, so something for all you away. studs out there, this oh. is one thing I need to address because I need to get it off my chest. This is a big one. Drop it. I constantly feel that I, as a femme, and I'm pretty sure other femmes can relate, that when we start meeting other women that are studs, we always get asked the same question. How long have you been dating women? And do you identify as bi, lesbian? Okay, cool. My response is always, I've been a lesbian for 11 to 12 years now, and I consider myself, identify as a a lesbian. Mm -hmm. And that should be enough. The conversation of asking questions about that part should start to, you know, die down from there. But no, it continues. Mm. I continuously have to prove myself. So I get the next question. Oh, are you sure? When was the last time you slept with a guy? Mm, All these doubts. I'm like, dang, I mean, I just met you and you're asking me when was the last time I slept with a guy? When was the last time you slept with a guy? (laughs) Because at the end of the day, just because you're a stud does not mean that you have not slept with a guy because I know studs that do to Mm. this day. Mm. And then the next question is, will you ever go back to it? Well, I'm sorry. I've been a lesbian for about 11 years now. I think I figured it out. Yeah, maybe. I think it's, that's a long phase. Yeah. If it's a, long, a phase, it's that's a, phase, a long that's phase. That's a very long phase. It's a loving your phase. Yeah, because I've been dating women my whole life. It's just that I've been an official lesbian, meaning I have not been in a relationship, anything, with just other than women for the last 11 years. Mm. So, with that being said, to all you studs out there, be a little bit more, you know... Less offended when I turn the tables on you because I think us friends, we, we, we do have to also feel like it shouldn't just be us being questioned. I think we should be able to feel comfortable questioning you as well. Ya lo pasado, pasado, right? Right. Why, why even worry about it? Exactly. Mm, that's just my because idea. that's my thing. If you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to ask you too. And if you get offended, well, then you know how I feel. Mm, is this like where it's, the stereotypes, the exactly. gender stereotypes exactly. come into play kind of it thing? It does. Yeah, Because this real. is my thing. You ask me these questions, and I let you answer. And then I feel like if you're going to ask me that, I'm going to ask you too. But my thing is I was very polite with my answers. Mm-hmm. And majority of these women that are studs, as soon as I ask them, well, when was, when was the last time you slept with the guy? Or, you know, excuse yeah, me? They get turn. offensive. They get mad. And they, mm. like, look at me like I just disrespected them. No, I answered your question very politely. I expect the same in return. Mm. That's all mm. it is. We respect can't. is respect, aside from gender roles, gender identity, or just, you know, where the table's at. Exactly. That's it. So okay. it should be all around. 
So, you studs out there, just the woman that's in front of you, from that moment, move on forward. If you got to know something about the past, Google it. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> exactly. I'm kidding. But how about for the fans, though? They have to continue to come out. I mean, I think it is. when you name it. We always it, have to prove ourselves. Yeah. We always have to. We're never. This is my thing, too. It's just I've, I've, I've met a few, you know, lesbians out there um, that are considered golden stars. What's a golden okay, star? A golden star is someone that has Damn, never slept with a man before. Mm, okay. Oh, so oh, these golden, golden stars, I'm not saying all, but majority of them, we feel like we have to prove ourselves a little bit more just because, yeah, maybe we have had a past, but maybe, you know, we had to figure some things out and it wasn't accessible to us like it is to other people. Me personally, I didn't know anybody growing up that was gay mm. at all. I didn't start kicking with gay people. Um, lesbians on top of that, like, I mean, until my twenties and that's when, you know, I really came out. Mm. That's, that was the only reason why it took me so long. Shout out to exposure. So yeah. that means you have to be exposed to that sort of community to or understand the community. Yeah. For you to, to, under, yeah to understand it. Cause before it was just like here and there, but it was just even me experimenting with girls that were trying to figure it out. But none of us, you know, really knew anyone that was really gay that could, you know, like you say, us. hey, this is how yeah. it feels or, even, or goes yeah, out. Or, or what you're feeling is normal. I always just wanted someone to tell me that what you're feeling is normal. Like, you know, like it's right. It's okay. Like it's okay to feel that way. Like mm. it's not wrong. What were you feeling? Um, I just, I was feeling like something was missing in my life. Like I just wanted to feel the, the physical and the emotional and the mental connection with the woman. And I never got that because I was never around anyone mm. in that sense. And you weren't able to step on into that connection with the male? Not, or not at all. Did. Okay. No, okay. not at all. And I tried. You tried I okay. tried. I tried, but I knew there was something missing. Mm. Interesting. And it wasn't there. All right. So our advice to our fans? Advice is to just take what someone says accept it and run with it and don't always try to judge somebody by the outer appearance i mean at the end of the day what is gay what does gay look like mm, that might just be another topic what does gay look like so our gentlemen out there actually would love to hear about that too because now that i think about it and putting these perspectives <clears throat> even within our own gay community you know lgbtqt community like that you know there's a whole other segregation and systems and dynamics within that so yeah if you're out there listening you got something to chime in on this let us know hit us up noche galactica again this is poeta lc and poeta creativa poeta creativa shout out her diys all right noche galactica catch us tuned once again thank you for listening Thank you.